daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I am your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt. And with me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Playing Fluster Delir, we have Sam Capic. It only took one whole week, but I am finally a full bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a storyline at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flags together, like I said, we have Gordon Proctor. So confused. <laughs> yeah, that, I that lines up. Smoothie. That's all I really want. Oh, smoothies. <laughs> and playing your Anna Raburn, we have Savannah Merritt. Who is getting her hunting license and is looking for some bird. That was a shotgun. <laughs> it sounds like that. Yeah. 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 It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the charging handle on a nerf sponsored nerf gun. <laughs> or a very deadly shotgun. Hello. Have you ever been to Walmart? Shotgun? Yeah, there's there's non-nerf nerf guns. I don't know what else and to call them. They're not nerf guns. They're foam they're dart guns. Spring Whatever. foam dart guns. <laughs> Great I value. Like, great value foam dart guns for Kirkland brand. <laughs> don't don't talk badly about Kirkland's, okay? I go to Costco. I know. Exactly. Kirkland. I thought that you meant like Nerf made guns that shoot real bullets. That Nerf they they have they have something very similar to that, where the the gun looks like a Nerf gun and fires actual bullets. It's terrifying. It's made by Glock. Yeah. Okay. That tracks. Shame yeah. Glock on the internet. Yeah. Their guns are boxy and weird. And dumb. <laughs> and the worst. They're balanced really weird. They're bottom heavy? I don't know how. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Their top, the top is... is... We have there's there's too much polymer. It's all plastic, no substance. Yeah, I can't pistol whip the the patriarchy like I want to with what <laughs> it just breaks. Yeah. The, I need to get me a, a cult where I can just it's all metal and I can <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, we had a, a wholesome little episode where uh, you guys went to do some shopping. You received a promise from Steg's adopted father that they would hang out and wait for you to get done with the gelding. And uh, had a rambunctious snowball fight and were vanquished by the the youngins. The little, no, the little no, ones. No, no, no. We held off the horde of barbarians. Okay. You fell to the horde of barbarians. And then rose again triumphant. 
Yeah. Especially Yora. <laughs> that was, that was, I think that was less because of the Horde and more because of the actions of one Fuester Delir, who I've, crit per- on me and got. <laughs> I personally think that Fuester rolled a rocket to that, <laughs> that snowball and just pulled so you with it. Bink! <laughs> it was a I little too be, solid. At least a little bit of ice in there. In which case, entire fucking basketball at me. You're lucky you missed. (laughs) I. That would have been very uh, funny if it hit you. But it was all snow. (laughs) No boulders (laughs) hidden inside those. He says now that he's missed. There was a whole sheep, though, in there. (laughs) (laughs) There was no snow, only a sheep just looked real fluffy it was just extra white and it just had a blown out you know (laughs) maybe she was born with it maybe it's Maybelline Maybelline oh get out nice beautiful Uh, and then you guys settle down for a long rest to regain the precious hit points that you lost during your epic battle against the barbarians. Yeah. Yeah. And their snow powers. And that's where we find our adventurers getting gearing up for their They're, trial. They were bur barbarian burbarians. Ooh, nice. Like burbarians. Get out. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Can't fire me. <laughs> You're, uh, I'm in a union. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't are. know that. Yes, we are. <laughs> I need to speak to your union rep. I am the union rep. We're bringing in click clack. Yeah, wait. So before the night... Before we snuggle away to our warm dreams of vanquishing barbarians and all of that, Yora will explain sending and how the spell works. Because she's only ever done it in secret. She's never done it in front of the other two. But so basically you can send a message to, and I can send a message to anybody that I know or am familiar with. So I could do it twice today if anybody wants, has any messages they want to send. Oh, that's how you talked to me when I was a raccoon. That is how I talked to you as a raccoon. You're right. This Then this was redundant. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's just explaining it really slowly for Stag. <laughs> I'm just excited about this new power, and I feel like we can really utilize it. Well, sending is very useful. Back when I worked in uh, Waterdeep, it was pretty frequent. Can't Ooh. think of anyone to... It's great for coordinating heists and all that. I'm sure you can imagine. Clever, yeah. But I can't think of anyone in particular I want to send a message to. Stag? Mm. Maybe Cora. Ah... Uh... That's a good idea. Just fill her in on. Yeah. Yeah. Still alive, technically. Okay, so. 
All still mostly alive. So, uh, I have 25 words. What do I want to say? So, I want to tell her that we're alive. We're in the north. We miss her. We don't tell her her son is a is a is a Grim Horde member. No. Probably. Her poor old soul. Yeah. Oh, okay. She like slaps her face uh, a couple times. Um, <laughs> Unnecessary, but okay. I'll picture Cora in my head and um, cast sending. Okay. Hi, Cora. It's Yora and crew. We just wanted to say hi. We miss you. Hope things are well. The meat is so good. North. <laughs> uh, you send off the spell and wait for a few minutes and then receive a message back good to hear from you Bremen has been spared untouched by the undead Hanar gone. Who are gone? Hope you are safe. Please be careful up north. That's twenty five. Yeah. So, she's good, Bremen is safe, both Hanar and Huar are missing, which God we already it. knew. <sighs> well, it's, it's the Huar that gets me, we just saved the boy. I know, but wasn't he, he was uh, with his brother on No, he wasn't, that, he was not. Uh, oh, he wasn't, okay. He was with John. That's right. That's right. That oh, yeah, was John, John and Hanar. And she wants us to be safe. Oh, well, that's sweet of her. That's it. Yeah. We haven't been, but no, that's nice of her. Uh, yeah, we'll send we'll back a message and just go. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I also would love to do an experiment on one of you if I can. Sure. No. I had a thought about this. So, sending this spell speaks directly into the brain of somebody. Okay. So if I send and just scream, oh. will it be distracting enough during a fight, you know, to like knock somebody off balance or something like that? I'm going to do that one on Steg because I've already got, there's a lot of screaming. That's true. <laughs> How long does that spell take to cast? One action. Okay. Then it's viable. Right, let me see. Sending Kirby. 
Yes. Oh. Duration one round, yeah. Can I try it with you, Steg? Yell gently, please. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that defeats the purpose of yelling. Yeah. Fine. No, it's okay. I'll be gentle on you. So I'll visualize Steg and cast Sending and just go and scream for for six seconds. Steg, in your head, you just get a very computerized uh... <laughs> it... uh, I don't know if it was it, it wasn't very loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And so it was not... If you were fighting, you don't think that that would have, like, distracted you enough. Mm, doubt it. Mm. Damn, it's just okay. Ground noise. Fair enough. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use it to, like, mess with people on the battlefield. They can taunt like, people. Exactly. Like they're attacking Fluster and I'm like, you, your mother never loved you or something like that. Wow. <laughs> you not come up Wow. Hurtful. Straight for the psychological warfare. Got it. <laughs> you sure you don't work for the CIA? I'm sure that you say your sword is six I mean, inches. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are fighting in a war, not giving freaking not giving them trauma. Well, I'm going to play a bard next and make those the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, Alright, well, thanks for letting me yell in your head. It's kind of nice to scream every once in a while. And not like a way where I'm getting stabbed or eaten ah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Not in any situation that deserves for me to be screaming. Dragged into the brush <laughs> by a crag cat. Dragged into a ditch. Chewed on like a piece of rubber. So what's the move? Uh, I think we rest up and then in the morning, bright and early, make it bright and early, and then go track the Yeti. Sounds like a No, I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. In the dark and early. In the dark early. So you guys wake up the next day and prepare to leave. You will remember that they they let you know that the Alpha Yeti was sighted due north. In they say a, how far? Well, you would know where it is. They they call it they call the wooded area one of the only that one of the only forests in the tundra is called the God's Wood. And it's a mysterious place of of old of ancient magic and there are many stories about it. But it's just basically a massive northern forest. So all we have to do is find a yeti in a massive forest. We got this. Uh, probably wouldn't be too hard, considering that, from what I 
have pulled from my noggin, there probably won't be many living things there outside of plants. <laughs> probably want to stay away, so. And it's the alpha. It's going to be marking its territory. Oh. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, I'm glad that a fight is going to be easy to pick. Yeah, right? We will follow your tracking your tracking expertise, Steg. I just hope the the elk doesn't intervene. Because it's also up there, I think. It's over by uh Karakonic. I thought you said it was in the Godswood. No, it's the god elk. Uh, it would make sense, but okay, yeah. whatever. All right, he's branching out. No, it's living. Hey. It, it's taken up residence really close to Karakonig. No, no, I'm sorry. It's Lonelywood. It's over in Lonelywood because they're the bloggers. Oh. And... That makes so much sense. That was a rumor that we heard in the very beginning. There's a spooky deer up near Lonelywood. That's right. We did hear about that and decided not to pursue it. Because so like, spooky deer equals scary. not my problem. Nope. Until later. But apparently even now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in Lonelywood because it's bothering the the loggers trying to cut down for firewood. Cut mm. down trees for firewood. Yeah, that makes sense. Someone ought to fix that. Anyways, let's go harass wildlife. I mean, it's sentient, so... It's still wild. Is it technically wildlife? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. huh. Endemic life. It's a very ferocious animal. I just realized we should... Cast sending tonight to Frost. Just remember that, everybody. We should talk to Frost. Okay. Doesn't the recipient have to, have to speak a language? Frost speaks our language. He can understand common, but he can't speak it. They oh, just have oh, to actually. Oh, they sniff. just have to uh, have a an intelligence score of at least one. Oh, oh, he definitely has that. Yeah, I think I if mean, I remember right, he had an intelligence of thirteen or twelve. Yeah, he was he was smarter <laughs> than most of us. Yeah. <laughs> Considering right. intelligence is zero, means not alive technically. Yeah. But onwards, or you could you mm -hmm. could taunt the yeti. Ooh. Well, I have to be familiar with it. Oh, that's true. So I have to have met it first. Uh, I can't just dreams. yell at random yetis. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. Fuck you. <laughs> hey. Yuri ends up being worshipped as a yeti god. Oh, jeez. Because he broadcasts to all Yetis at the same time. Hey, fuck you! <laughs> I imagine this is our very unprofessional banter as we're walking towards the Godswood. Yeah. 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 
We <laughs> we are technically mercenaries because we got hired to fight. We are technically mercenaries, aren't we? Yeah. And we just got put on a wild goose chase. Yeah. Because some dude was really mad and blue. Fucking sell swords. Yeah. No dignity. Do you, uh... Have you seen anything about Sephic? Uh, within the last little bit? Well, the blue eyes remind me of him quite a bit. But ever since that time in the Brine Shanda prison, not too much. And then there was that time in the Verbi lair. But we already discussed that. That's concerning still, but... Mm-hmm. He, he made vague threats that he's going to find us. Ooh. You're gonna find <laughs> us. Yeah, he said he was going to kill Steg. Ooh, I'll kick your arms and legs off again. <laughs> we are. Happened, dude, we, he did get defeated by us last time, and we're way stronger now. He probably is too, but. Well, if he can just hop between bodies whenever he wants. Mm, might be a little trickier point. to. Probably he picks up a much stronger body. Been doing oh. some push ups. <laughs> <laughs> so by midday, you reach the, the God's Wood. The silence that permeates the area is almost intrusive except for the occasional crack and creak of the large conifer trees that make up the God's wood. There is no sound, no bird song, no shuffling of deer or moose or caribou, no small scurrying noises, just dead silence, smooth snow, unmarred by tracks of any kind. This is concerning. I thought the rest of the tundra was quiet. Mm. Did uh don't like this at did all. Did your father say anything about the Alpha Yeti being magic innately in any way? There is very little actually known about the Alpha Yeti. Oh. Mostly speculation and stories from delirious hunters. Ah, oh, so we're going on good intel. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Doing great, guys. <laughs> I'm going to roll a perception check as we're walking through the woods just to keep my eyes out for anything going on that breaks this kind of stillness and silence. Mm-hmm. So we'll use your... If you want, we can use your passive perception for that since it's ongoing. Alright, uh, that'd be a 14 then. Okay, we'll use that. So you guys make your way into the godswood? Yes? Mm-hmm. 
the oppressive silence surrounds you. And every time there is a distant creak or the snapping of a twig weighed down by snow, it sets you on edge. The the oppressive silence is made even more difficult to overcome due to the lack of disturbance of the snow around you. It's incredibly pristine, a sparkling, plush carpet of snow muddling finer details and turning everything into blotches of white and gray and brown you delve deeper into the the godswood as the sun what's the twilight that makes up your your world these days dips down into true night and the trees become totems in the darkness. Fwester, far off, you hear very faintly the sound of what seems like a calculated movement not a random snowfall or the breaking of a twig from weight but the disguised stealthy shuffle of movement Hmm. very briefly before it's gone sounds like something's trying to keep itself concealed over there keep your eyes peeled Uh, what's ever Fwester is looking out for uh, he's on perception duty what are the, the other two doing I was going to try and sniff something out with the, the bear's nose but I don't know if that would be helpful uh, you can try alright Sure, why not? And I will blend in a little bit better. So you transform into the bear? Yes. I'll give you an ear scritch and cast guidance. (laughs) Perfect. All right, do your perception check based on smell. That is a 30. A 30? Fuck. That one, a plus zero. You plus, plus one D4. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's just no, see. No, what the fuck? Yeah, why Unnecessary. Not? You also smell the ghost that's nearby. <laughs> yeah. 
Smells. Sorry, that was me. I ghosted. Oh. Uh-huh. By all the gods, is this how I get t- let out into the world? <laughs> um, ghosted into the woods. 32, if you please. The several scents come to your heightened bare nose. The smell of fresh pine sap. The sickly sweet smell of decay. And the the heavy coppery smell of fresh blood. So it's safe to assume something was just killed. That could be assumed. You don't really see anything. So what direction was it doing now? Ahead of you in the direction you were going. Okay. Uh, Steg will make a like a clawing motion into the snow and point forward, sort of. Yeti fell down a well. Go get him. <laughs> yeah. What is it for? Trying to indicate violence this way. Yora's is gonna point? take out her maze and be quick, ready. Uh, quick question. For the DM's sake, does you guys bring Conrad and the baby Owlbear? No. No, we wouldn't have brought them. Definitely not. Okay. What's it called? They would be a huge liability. Lisbon would be circling above, but that's it. My sword drawn and ready to go. Lisbon will will actually be firmly planted on your shoulder and every time you try to coax them to take off they dig their talons in deeper (laughs) oh no (laughs) okay okay the owl is has puffed itself up to look larger and has its wings out in like a threatening stance and Mm -hmm. its big eyes are are its irises are extended out so far that they're just black pits. Would you stop it staring is, at me? It is rotating around it, its head to try to spot the danger that it can sense. Its eyes lingering on its most hated foe, Fwester Delir. <laughs> Through menace. <laughs> yeah. Forward we go. Forward we go. For my edification, what's the marching order? I've got the nose, so I'll probably be in front. Okay, I can. Okay. Do you want to be in the middle, Yor, or would you like me to? I I I think I would probably be in the middle. All right, then I'll stay in the back with my longbow drawn. Okay. Ah, oh, your brand new longbow. Bigger bow. Let's go. 
Well, let's go. So you guys go further in. What scent are you going to try to follow, Bear Gander? E. I know what I'll find if I go after the coppery or the rotting scent. Okay. The dump corpse. The tree sap is what really set it off. It's okay. different. So you're going to follow the tree sap smell? Mm-hmm. You lead your party members to a rather large pine tree with fresh claw marks in it. The pine tree bleeding sap. Still, it hasn't even dried yet. Hmm. Uh, Does it look yeti-like? Why don't you roll a history check for me? Oh, dear. 16. So you know that yetis have have five fingers, much like most humanoids. Um, And they don't have claws, do they? Oh, they do. Very vicious claws. Oh. Incredibly vicious claws. I'm thinking of the Yeti from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) (laughs) No, they, they, yeah, they have, they have really nasty claws. It's their primary weapon. This, however, is a four, a four pronged slash. Okay. Not what we were looking for. You can't communicate any of this to us. No, I can't. We're just sitting like, well. Does that does that tree sap scent? I mean, maybe someone's still stuck on a claw or something. Does that go anywhere? You can sense it coming from several nearby trees as well. So it's been... So a bunch of trees got scraped up? Yep. I'm gonna go systematically from one to the next to the next to try and get them to understand. That so maybe you're, just, it's a, you're like, yeah, just, um... <laughs> yeah. Mm. Looks like something marked this territory here. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to get across. Well, is the, what um, we're looking for, Stag? Uh, is there... Or is it or is the Alpha Yeti not what's up here? Oh. Is the um, the marked trees, are they in any kind of organized fashion? Not really. Okay, they're just sort of... <laughs> there's one, and there's one, and there's one. Okay. All right. 
after the metallic blood scent we go. The metallic blood scent? Follow the bear. You follow that to a small clearing. The snow in which is trampled flat and spatterings of fresh blood are are strewn about the area. Any corpse? No corpse. Weird. Well, whatever was attacked either ran off or got carried off. Yeah, there's, I mean... Something doesn't get that much blood drawn from it and it not leave a trail. That's what I was going to say. Um, can Yora do a medicine check to see if this amount of blood is fatal or if this was a casual, casual mauling or... You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. Recreational casual mauling. mauling. Yeah, you know. I just do the maulings on weekends. That's So the amount of blood in this clearing is definitely enough to train a humanoid. It was a humanoid. They're not really a humanoid anymore. Is there a trail of blood or something or tracks discernible tracks leading away that might be bloody a trail of blood uh, uh, of a large smearing trail of blood leads to the northwest of your position and there are tracks well I call it tracks it's it's like a game trail to the northeast. Did I say that already? Northwest? Northeast? You said the smear was to the northwest. Okay, good. That's I was making sure I said that right. Then yeah, the game trail-ish kind of track goes to the northeast. I'm just gonna look at both of them and like point my head in each direction. Let's follow the blood trail. I was thinking follow the blood smears because... At the very least, if there's a corpse at the end, we know we can tell what killed them. Or at least guess. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll follow northwest. You follow it for some time. The smell of decay getting stronger, Stag. Before you come on a heaping corpse gigantic and hairy a dark brown anyone who has spent any amount of time in Icewind Dale recognizes the giant northern elephants known as mammoths a mammoth corpse is laid splayed out in the snow its 
body beginning to tinge with the frost. It's it's split open from basically from navel to chest and its innards are spilled out on the snow. No longer steaming. Starting to freeze over. Is any of it eaten? Or is it just... It's eviscerated. That doesn't answer my question. No, none of it's eaten. Okay. Mm. Here's an unfortunate question I want to ask. Does the way in which this was mauled and then killed and left seem reminiscent to the Weeper? How it kind of just why don't you do left. I didn't want to actually check for okay. me. I, I didn't want to actually have to I just wanted you to say no Stag Yeti are also known to hunt and kill for pleasure they don't just do it to survive they do it to hone their skills as killers oh yeah yeah 18 on that insight, though. Yes, it is reminiscent of the indiscriminate evisceration stuff that the Weeper did, but okay. you would also know that yet the reason people avoid Yetis the most is that they, they will just kill you. Okay. They could have just eaten, and they'll come out and kill you, just to test their mettle. Okay. Does anybody want to do anything else with this body? Uh, no. No, I don't. Is there are there any further paths? I was gonna say if there's uh, tusks but... on this guy, I'll go ahead and cut him out. Okay. Oh, there are. On. There's big there's big old tusks on him. Right, I'm interested we'll to see how he's going to carry these tusks. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm interested as well. Tusks <laughs> that are easily twice his height. <laughs> hey, yo, do you still have that bag of holding little pouch? Oh, yeah. Do we have one of those? Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. Oh, it's like from... a little pouch. It's like oh. a little pouch of holding. Yeah, don't you remember when we found the kid in the back of the boat marshal's house? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joel, pull out the bag of holding. And I'm going to put the mammoth tusks in there. Around. Do a perception check for me. Okay. Is there a pocket dimension inside of these elephant tusks? 15? Okay. As you're getting these tusks off of the mammoth, The, the mammoth's body kind of shifts a little bit. No. Just from your just from your motion. Okay. And you hear the sound what sounds mis- suspiciously like metal clinking on metal. Hmm. Metal's hitting metal over that way, and you'll kind of No, from like near you. Oh. Like as the mammoth body moves. This metal on metal from the mammoth? 
Can someone check that out before we all get stabbed? Murdered. <laughs> yeah, I'll look for the source of the noise. So, crushed beneath the the mammoth's bulk, and cut by the slicing motion of the belly, there is a saddle with bags. Oh. A huge saddle. Usually uh, four times the size of a regular saddle. A saddle like a, a saddle mammoth for, size a, saddle? Yes, a mammoth sized saddle. A mm-hmm. saddle for big butts is what I'm saying. Not not just um, like not just like a human sized saddle that's built for a mammoth, but a horse's saddle the size of of a mammoth. So um, a giant saddle. Through the bags to see if we can identify this person. You see, as you pull stuff out of the bags, it's like an oversized bedroll, blankets, a a knife the size of a longsword. Hand that over to Westy. <laughs> he holds it like this. <laughs> yeah. Nothing um, else of interest in the bag? Just rations of dried meat. Take that. Large strips about this big. Oh, there you go. Well, what? So. We have something that can kill a giant, or at the very least, the mammoth that a giant is riding on. Well, that's comforting. Right? Yeah, it's just a giant's killer. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we are too. Sure. You're not wrong. Wow. So there you go. We're just moving up the food chain. Mm Mm-hmm. But are there any trails or anything from here, Stag? Uh, do a uh, a survival check, maybe, yep. to find that out. That's nice. exactly right. A fifteen. There are no trails coming from this body. The trail ends at the corpse. Is there? I wonder. Could we go back and refind the other trail? Absolutely, you can go back and retrace and find the uh, the game trail. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely. Well, it leads northeast. Yep. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. There's no storm blowing in or anything, so it's not going to cover up the the break in the snow. We'll go that way. As you follow that trail, you start to see strange formations. Jagged spikes and ridges of ice. Shooting off of trees and out of the ground in strange formations as you go and you start to see more blood what do you mean jagged spikes like random shit coming out of a a tree like a like a big bloom of ice coming out of the side of a tree 
or on the ground, okay. like so, an array, an array of of ice spikes and and like jutting crystalline structures shooting up off the ground. Like likely evidence of magic. Yeah, say, can I roll an Arcana to see if this is sure of a spell? Ten. You you kind of look at it and it like tickles the back of your brain. Like, where have I seen this before? I've seen this somewhere. Like, but where? And it, it just kind of starts to bother you. Yeah. Now that I've seen this somewhere, we can walk on it for a little bit. I'm sure I'll remember. Just give me like five minutes. <laughs> How do I get the feeling that whatever it is is about to jog your memory? Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be coincidence, huh? I think I know oh, what it is. Oh, but... yeah! yeah. <laughs> Good thing nothing like that's ever happened to us. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going to navigate around the crystalline structures, making sure not to touch them, because they look very sharp. They are very sharp. You were correct. You go further down the trail, and the the amount of blood begins to increase, as well as the the trail breaks apart into flattened snow. And uh, you start to see like chunks taken out of trees, blood spattered across places, slash marks on the trees from a bladed weapon. And as you progress, you come upon a quite large ancient pine tree and sagged against the pine tree is a familiar frost giant. I had a feeling it was him. Oh. You gotta stop meeting like this. Dang. (laughs) He is slumped against the tree. A a bearded axe, a gigantic bearded axe held limply in one hand. And surrounded by bloodied and broken spears. And his flesh is ripped to shreds. His chest opened. So much to the point where you can see the faint beat of his heart. Wait, 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 wait. The heart is still going? Yeah, he's alive. Oh, shit. Mortally wounded. Oh, 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 gosh. Help me get him down. Help me get him down. I mean, he's down. He's slouched against the base of the tree. Oh, okay. I thought he was held up by... No, he's holding the axe. He's holding the axe and is surrounded by broken spears that he probably used to defend himself. Oh, gosh. I will use... 
Well, here's a question for the DM. I have, of course, my channel divinity and I have cure wounds. Which one logistically in terms of healing wounds and damage would uh, have the most bang, you know? Because there's like HP, but which one actually would like heal wounds? So does your channel divinity, how much does that heal? Preserve life. As an action, you present your holy symbol your, and invoke healing energy your, that can restore... Your channel divinity, definitely. Definitely. Based on just the text, preserve life, It's almost it almost kind of gives off the um, spare the dying sense mm-hmm. to it. I just wasn't sure what your channel divinity was. So, um, I will... Uh, Followed by a healing, like a cure wounds would be prompt. Okay. I'll lay him down then, or I'll pull him down so that he's not just sagging against a tree. Um, And I'll do preserve life, which restores HP equal to five times my cleric level. So that's going to be 30. It can't heal him more than half of his hit point maximum, though. Okay. He's a first uh, try. I don't think we're in danger of doing that with no no with preserve um, And then I will cast I'll cast a first level cure wounds on him. Okay. So the blue silver magic fills the glade with light. How much? It will be for. 11. So the blue and silver light permeates the area, giving off a bright glow as magic pours from Yora's body, gently sifting across the wounds and closing some of them and prevent and stopping the bleeding. Uh, you can see just before the chest wound closes, the heart beat a little bit stronger. And then what is left is a gnarly, fresh, and still healing scar. And his haggard breathing returns to smooth unconsciousness. Using that light that was put off from her magic, are we able to see anything in the area? I mean, you can see around you, but you can't see the Alpha Yeti anywhere. Okay. I didn't even know it was in the area, but all right. Do I still hear that kind of something being sneaky movement? Oh, no. No? All right. As you guys take a look around, the the young frost giant coughs, and his eyes crack open slowly. He holds up his hand, and... like closes a fist 
and opens it again, kind of stretching the muscles, and says, Leave. Uh, do any of you speak giant? I'm technically a giant. You speak giant? No. You speak Yotan? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So, to recap what a frost giant looks like, it's basically a a 15-foot-tall Viking warrior. This one is barefaced because he's very young. He hasn't grown that beard in yet, but he has a the beginnings of a white beard. Snow white hair beginning to lengthen. And a and light blue skin which will darken with age. To a mature deep blue. Will it? Dep- I mean we we established in another uh, campaign that there's a difference between the light blue oh. and the deep blue. Oh, I'm not talking about pale giants. That's a totally different sect of frost giants. This is regular. This is a frost giant. Garden yeah. variety frost giant. Yes, his skin will darken into a deep blue. Okay. Just didn't know if we were in the company of royalty or not. No. His dress is fairly like his armor and his accoutrement is very simple he's obviously a fledgling warrior amongst his tribe and he has a a chiseled kind of stoic face very humanoid in in look some say that frost giants despite their blue coloring are the most humanoid of all giants most other giants have like big blocky features, big square jaws that denote them as very giant-like, with the exception of cloud giants. And this fellow is is I mean, he's young, but he is much bigger than all of you. Standing at 15 feet, you know that these guys grow to be between outwards of 20 plus feet tall big bulky bulky muscly fellows and as he sits up and and looks around with his pale eyes uh, he looks down upon you and kind of tilts his head sideways like what the fuck that kind of look the recognition (laughs) Yeah, oh, okay. as as he realizes who he's looking at. Small world after all, huh? Yeah, I'll uh, take out one of the rations, one of the big old rations that we uh, had scavenged and hand it to him. He takes in his hands, looks at you quizzically, and then gratefully takes a, a rip off of it. And tries <gasps> to stand. I have tongues. Wait. Ah. I have tongues. Now we're we talking. I prepared it for uh, the reggae thing. Yeah, okay. So as he goes to stand, I will hold out my hand. 
he looks at at, at you very distrustful. And then extends his index finger <laughs> for you to do what you're going to do. When he puts his index finger in my hand, I will open my mouth and it will glow blue slightly. And that blue will travel from my mouth down my arm onto his arm and up into his mouth. And I will cast Tongues. So the spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. Moreover, when the target speaks, any creature that knows at least one language and can hear the target understands what it says. Super useful. Yeah, right? Tastes like blueberries. I kind of love that. I've never cast it before, so good to know that it's at least tasty. You speak my language. Uh, to be more specific, you oh. speak ours, it seems. Or did you cast it on him, or did you cast it on yourself? On him. Okay. Yes, but only briefly. We'll only be able to do this for an hour. Oh. Thank you for healing me. It is most appreciated. Blessings of Thrym upon you. You know, hopefully next time we meet, I won't have to heal you. You know, maybe you'll be hearing me, eh? Healing me. Not hearing. Where? Why are you here? Uh, we're after the Alpha Yeti. You are after the Accursed One? Is that a big, really mad Yeti? Yes. Then yes. Hmm. As you can see, it is a formidable foe. Is that... that's what did all of this? Is that why you're here? No. I am tracking the the abomination. Remember when we first met? Oh, mm-hmm. the weeper. We were being hunted by an abomination. Mm-hmm. I am tracking it. Oh, oh gosh. It went north. I must have stumbled into this thing's territory by accident. I guess the Brigid call this the God's Forest? Godswood. Godswood. Ah. We call it something similar. So... That's that's not great to hear that the Weeper can get out, because we were banking on the fact that it seemed to dislike cold. Doesn't seem to have uh, stopped it too much. It is very wily. It seems to have adapted very quickly. I fought it in the depths of the Dwarven Fortress with the Cleric 
the creature snuck out through a hole. The next time I saw it, it had a thick, shaggy coat of fur, perfectly mottled with grays and whites to blend in with the snow. Our friend, did he make it? What happened at the end of that battle? He was very badly injured, but I carried him to safety. Oh, God. Okay, good. He prayed to his his dwarven god, and his dwarven god healed him. That's our guy. Yeah, he's he was a really powerful cleric. So that that's that that makes sense. His power grows then. He carried out the tools of his people, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Did the creature still have a knife in its back when it scampered (laughs) off? It's a little greedy of me to ask, but Yes. Damn, I just want my knife. It is your knife. It is my knife. It was a gift. Well, you'll be happy to know that that is how I'm, I am tracking it. Oh. It is... Hmm. It, it is a... The weapon is not allowing the wound to heal. Some kind of accursed magic. The Still wound doing bleeds fresh. It causes the creature much, much agitation and pain. I appreciate it because it stabbed me through the chest, so... As much pain as I can cause, it'll take. It's... It is a wholly evil creature. I wish to vanquish it and earn my standing amongst my people. Looks that's like... actually kind of what we're doing. Ah, funny how that works. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's like you're guilty. Yeah. Then I must invoke the ancient frost giant rite of Deeves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That one can be all yours. We're going to invoke Deeves on, on the abomination. Or no, that, the accursed one. one. Yes, yeah, yeah. You are more than welcome. This is a hiccup in my journey. And I have now lost my dear, dear friend to this creature. Mied. My, 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 my companion, my mammoth. We, uh... That's terribly tragic. I'm sorry to hear that. Not gonna mention that, are you? Okay. No, no, we, no. We absolutely. Not. I, I can't say shit. I'm, I'm still Bear Gander. I will. I'm um, just gonna cast accusatory glances at you. <laughs> Angry bear glares. Foister paps him on the face and covers his eyes from looking at him. <laughs> My condolences for your loss. In the ancient rites of our people, I will take it back. I will take him back, and his skull will be put on display with his ancestors. That I'm sure that that will lend some sort of soothing to his soul. Yes. Or accusatory glances. <laughs> Both hands. 
Just so, <laughs> this accursed one. Any any tips? Any tricks? How does it fight? Is it confrontational? Is it clever? Is it? How can we get a leg up on this thing? All that we've heard is rumors from wary travelers and barbarians who supposedly encountered it. Have you fought the Yeti before? No. Forrester met one. Did I? I don't think so. I saw Didn't a Yeti you? den as we were traveling once. That's right. No, no, you met a werewolf. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Werebear. 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 Yeah, that's the oh. one that, that munched on Stag. The... This Yeti is different. Okay. It's smarter. More vicious. The father of Yetis, it is called. It has magic. It... I am... Barely bothered by the cold, and yet, when it breathes, <sighs> it chills me straight to my core, deep into my bones. But that is not the worst of it. The worst of it is the fact that if it casts its baleful gaze at, at you, it can freeze your limbs as if turned to stone. Good to know. That's that's definitely changes our approach. Jeez, is it petrification? Is no joke. Is it a gorgon? Gorgonite yeti? <laughs> Snake yeti? All yeah, right. And copperheads. <laughs> oh, that's Gross. that's terrifying. <laughs> It's horrifying. I'm building its stat block as we speak. Oh. <laughs> Abominable Yeti. Venomous Yeti. Reticulating Yeti. <laughs> well, is there anything else we can do for you while we're all sitting here recuperating? Mm. I no I must continue my hunt although it is strange but I feel a weird kind of happiness to see that you made it out alive the feeling's mutual yeah what's your name my name is Ford Ford. That is F-J-O-R-D. Uh, I have not earned my surname yet. My title. I see. I am just Ford. Well, best of luck with that. I, myself, and Fwester. Yora. Uh, this is usually <laughs> Stigander, but right now he's Bergander. You remember oh, him, this the Goliath. Is... This is the Barbarian. Yes. Oh. I did not know you were actually a bear. <laughs> bear shrugs. That is, a, that is a strong magic. 
will make you turn into a people. <laughs> Things that the yeah. I'm it's like a couple it. times a day he can become a person. It's yeah. really cool. Legendary God Bear, got it. Hmm. <laughs> I am not going to correct this behavior. Um, not at all. Ford, I wish you the best on your hunt. We have our own to get to. Indeed. I I wish you luck on yours as well. Hopefully, next time we meet, no one will need to be healed. That's the plan. Or at least you will need to be healed, and I will not. <laughs> I would prefer... Let's go with the first one. Yeah, I think the first one is no our healing. ideal no, meeting situation. No <laughs> All right. Threm willing, we will meet in more peaceful circumstances. But for and may now, you walk in the light of the moon, mother. He bows and stalks off into the forest. All right. Ah, Yara's gonna smack him. What? Yara's gonna smack Wester. Why? Ow! Piece of shit. The test. He. It's fine. His is soul's gonna be hug up, and it's not gonna have the tusks. It's fine. It was he was attacked by a really big dog, and he wanted the tusks that looked like bones. <laughs> oh tusks are not made from bone. We. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever see Ford again, this is this is a forever thing. We're never telling him about Absolute, this. Absolutely, we're gonna have sold the tusks by then and forgotten about him. <laughs> it's fine. Yora, he'll reach up, put his hand on her shoulder. It's fine. It's Nayloon's light. <laughs> How long Let's have we complained go. about being broke? Mammoth tusks sell for a lot. I know. I just didn't think that we would meet the owner, the trusted longtime companion of said tusks right away. And also <laughs> it's someone we know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't. Inside Fwester's head, it's not fine. <laughs> it's really not. This is in the top three worst feeling thefts he's done. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You should feel bad about that. <laughs> Fwester, you have the moral backbone of a chocolate eclair. I have <laughs> two swords and a loose sense of morals. <laughs> <laughs> We got an angel hair pasta over here doing crimes. Like, not just crimes, but like deeply personal crimes. He's got the motivation. Everything he steals is just a bad idea. Everything he touches is a trap. <laughs> what? That is Why do we let him touch stuff still? Because we told him not to. to Stop putting your hands on things. You both were just sitting there. Let me do it. <laughs> what am I going to do? Maul you to stop you? Yeah, Tell right. Me to stop. That's what it's going to take. <laughs> blindness Strategic. on you so you can't see the things that you're trying to steal. Like, Maulings. <laughs> steal. Need to steal. Listen, it took me at least 10 minutes to do that. The both of you were complacent. 
you have the grabby heads of a raccoon. Complacent or <laughs> complicit? Both. Yes. <laughs> Don't oh, let me do it. They were happy about it. They helped. As you guys are holding your no, whispered uh, conversation. <laughs> I need... I need Fwester to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, why? That break out in tears for what you've done. <laughs> yeah, right. Conscience. You're you're dead in the middle of defending yourself. Like you guys could have stopped me. When you feel your limbs begin to freeze up, I and suddenly you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, you fall over. It's like oh, I can't feel my arms. You will take 21 cold damage. As an absolutely towering monstrosity bursts through the tree line. A horrible creature. The Alpha Yeti. Mm. In the journal. And that's where we'll end our session. No! Holy fuck, that thing is... It's so big! It's weird looking. It kind of looks like it's undead. It does. Gross. Guys, plug your pluggables! Oh boy! If you want to follow me on Instagram and see how different I am from my D&D character, you can do so at authorized entry. I usually don't get myself into trouble. Your your sticky fingers bleed into the real world. Oh. <laughs> your crime your crimes against all emotion and all and all moral connection with anything extend into your real life. Absolutely. I'm completely detached from the consequences of my actions. And you can see that on Instagram at authorized entry. <laughs> you can I don't find know me. If I'd say that, but sure. Yes. Uh, you can find me at Brutal Critical Official on Instagram, uh, Brutal underscore Critical on Twitter, and at patreon.com slash tpkg, where our in-betweeners episodes are posted, and uh, we'll have a, a bunch of extra stuff as more as we release more shows, especially. Uh, we've got Table Talks coming, we've got uh, the... Um, Call of Cthulhu campaign coming, and those are all going to have extras attached to it. So you get to see a bunch of extra stuff when you join the Patreon. Um, Table talks will probably just be us harassing our guests um, (laughs) and making them never want to come back onto the show. We're good hosts. (laughs) We're great hosts. Everyone feels welcome when when the mic is recording. Outside the mic recording, everyone feels ostracized and ganged up on. It's the attitude we want in our show. Loosely being threatened. Um, Mildly dangerous. <laughs> uh, so yeah, come come check us out. Uh, we are actually going to start up Table Talks on a separate channel of that name. So we're just going to dedicate the channel on Spotify and everywhere else. Uh, that you find podcasts 
on uh, to the uh, the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden and concurrent campaigns that have that have to do with it. Table Talks is going to be its own podcast with its own listenership. So if you if you don't want to get interrupted, if you are just in the mood for the Table Talks and you don't want to get interrupted by the campaign, or you want to save the campaign for a different time, um, they will be moved to the new channel. Um, we also got uh, our Twitch banner and uh, Twitch logo done. So we're going to probably do be doing recording the talk show and putting it out on Spotify, but also doing live shows. I like the idea of a live show, so I think we should do it. I want Mike <laughs> to be playing games while the three of us harass him. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> um, like uh, later today. Yeah. Just uh, not on broadcast. Table Talks will be recorded live. Um, and then we'll edit it and put stuff in for Spotify. But if you ever want to catch the live show, um, Brutal Critical is on Sp- is on Twitch. So you'll be able to catch us there doing table talks and all that. Um, we'll probably do a couple of live shows where these guys uh, get to... We get to play live. Play a session live. So you guys get to see all the stuff that we edit out in post. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Including uh, Gordon's undeniable racism. <laughs> you know just what? Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's not. He's not racist. I'm just kidding. It's it is a our... long-running bit that has yes. yeah, it's no basis in little... reality. No, <laughs> he's he's decidedly not racist, which makes him more racist. Um, wrap that logic around your head. <laughs> yeah, that's right-wing logic. Sure. Yes. Lowball shot. Um, oof. <laughs> right in the tip. <laughs> Miss the balls completely. Hit the tip. Um, it's a flick to the Prince Albert right there is what that is. Ooh, it mm. does me a pain. Uh, that's all the announcements I've got. Uh, go ahead there, Gordo. You can find me on Instagram at unauthorized entry where one day I will decide to make more changes to Sam's artfully done uh, photographs and make them terrible. And you can also find me at Gordon is the name. Where he continuously waits for beef. So someone beef with Gordon. I've waiting beef. All I've seen is ground turkey. No one's got <laughs> the beef. <laughs> ground turkey is fine, but it just doesn't fill the hole that beef does. <laughs> Someone come fill Gordon's beef hole, please. (laughs) I know you got there before I did. Yes. I was going to say someone. Sure. (laughs) Someone come beat beat Gordon's beef. (laughs) Don't wink at me, Sav. Gross. Get out of here. Weirdo. Beat is beef. If you want to find me, um, you can find me at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M E R R I L Y S A V on Instagram. Um, and for my additional plug of the week, I would say, hey, guess what? It's like it's a, it's 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 election time. Are you registered to vote? 
why the fuck not? Go register to vote. Go vote. Because it makes me sad, Savannah. That's why. Well, then you can't complain about anything. Yeah, you you do forfeit your right to complain about anything if you don't vote. That's the... Don't vote. You You don't have to. It's your right to not vote if you don't want to. But then you don't get to be sad. While the rest of us who voted get to be upsetty spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, I'm gonna sure. need a photo. That's how that works. I'm yes. gonna need an illegal photo inside of the voting booth from you, Mr. Sanders, <laughs> before I listen to anything you have to say about politics <laughs> in the next year. I don't go there. I mail my shit. It's oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm like, not gonna uh, show up to fucking that place. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna wait in 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 five hour lines just to be voter suppressed right <laughs> not allowed to have water shit. fuck you <laughs> it's so true <laughs> how do you avoid voter suppression by being lazy <laughs> mail in your ballot fuck it you know I'm registered to vote and they still send me like register to vote register yeah. it's like I, I am Fuck off. You know what's <laughs> fucked up, though? Please they stop. make you sign up for selective service when you register to vote. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's your draft card if they reinstate the draft, in case any of those that didn't know. Been there, that, got the t-shirt, ain't going back. <laughs> well, off. I've aged out, too, so I'm yeah. worried about it. Well, it's something to keep in mind. But, but Sam, you're still in trouble. Sam, you can be that. My knee is screwed up enough that the recruiter is like, yeah, maybe not. Uh, if we go to World War Three, they're just gonna, they'll be like, sure, and send you to a week of boot camp and just put you into the meat grinder. Okay. Just like World War Two, they're <laughs> yeah. just gonna put you on the beaches. One more bullet sponge so the real the real heroes can get by. Oh, the ones back <laughs> in the base. Yeah. The <laughs> no, that that it's it's so that. Uh, uh, wow, I almost said Tom Cruise. Everything goes back to Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> wow. uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? From Tom Holland, obviously. No, from uh, Saving Private Ryan. Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. You're the guy who gets shot in the head. The extra that gets shot in the head so that the Tom Hanks guy can go and win the war. Oh, you know? You're the one who had a bullet really? bounce off his helmet and then you dumbass took it off and looked at the helmet and got shot in the head <laughs> that that's guy. you you're oh. that guy you get one week of boot camp and and i don't care what's wrong with your knees you're there to get blown up anyway <laughs> we have to be sad about something me too all of us we're all going they're gonna throw the old people and the <laughs> and the hurt people in front of the machine guns so that so that the heroes can get by and win the war and earn their fame <laughs> That's. That I've my... got. I've got medical exception. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I can barely fucking walk right now. <laughs> so you got medical exception. You're fine. I got medical exception. Well, and um, they're gonna call me back to be a drill instructor or something because I'm a veteran. They're gonna be like, yeah, yell at these guys. I don't know. I don't know. Do it. I have to shave my beard. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's the only thing preventing me from looking like a lump of clay. <laughs> I can't be I bald and beardless. Fuzzy lump of clay. So that's our show, guys. Uh, we, you know, we love you. 
we're glad that you stick around and listen to us be idiots and play our favorite game in the whole world. Please remember to take care of yourselves, and as always, keep on rolling. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.